0: Hi everyone and welcome to the Southside Stars. I'm your host Zenobia Boodoo-Abrams and thank you for joining. Here we interview Atlanta teens and highlight the amazing things they're doing down here on the Southside. You'll hear from entrepreneurs, artists, activists, and so many more. Today we're welcoming Sydney Bowles, an amazing athlete right here in the Southside. Thank you for being here today. Thank you so much for having (laughs) me. Thank you. So um, let's just hop right into it. How's your um, what's your background like? You know, are you from Atlanta? Have you been, have you come here from another place?
1: Yeah, so I've grown up in uh, Lithonia, Georgia. I've been here um, my entire life, same house for 17 years. I turned 18 in a couple of days, so mm, yeah. Congrats. Thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah, and so you're a senior and you've been at, you know, Woodward Academy in mm-hmm. College Park for so long. So mm-hmm. how does that feel being a senior, you know, getting ready to hop out?
1: Um, It feels crazy. Um, I know, you know, when you're younger, you say you want to grow up so fast, but the years have really gone by very quickly. Um, And I'm just trying to savor every last minute. Um, I came to Woodward in the seventh grade. So it's been five years, five really good years. And I'm just excited um, for the next chapter.
0: Yeah. 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 And so let's kind of reflect back on, you know, how it's how it's been so far now that you're here. Um, Did you how did you know that you wanted to be in basketball? You know, how did you grow up? Were you always athletic?
1: Um, so I actually started off, I think for the most part, a lot of athletes will tell you they probably played soccer along with something else. Mm -hmm. Like I think probably majority of our school team, we all played soccer at some point. Um, so I actually grew up playing soccer, tennis, and basketball. And if you ever speak to my mom, she will tell you that she, she wanted me to play tennis so bad. She would probably tell you that I would have been better at tennis. Like she (laughs) loves tennis. We used to get up at maybe like 3 a.m. in the morning to watch like the Australian Open because the times are different. Um, but what really kept me sticking to basketball, I think, was I, I had to come down to choose because I knew that you know if I really wanna be great at one of these things, I'm gonna have to quit the other one just because it's just so time consuming if you really wanna perfect your craft and things like that. So I actually had to sit down and really think it out um, And I I just had a moment of realization where I knew that I wanted to play basketball. And it was hard because I had played tennis probably for longer and like my summers were really um, strictly tennis. I used to go to summer camp from May till beginning of August. Um, and I had to call my coach and tell him that I was quitting, but uh, he's my tennis coach actually still supports me. He comes to my basketball game sometimes, and so it it was nice to have that support um, even though I was quitting tennis. But, yeah, basketball, I think, really um, has always had my heart, and so that kind of went into me sticking with it.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. I can imagine that's, like, so tough to make that decision. Yeah,
1: and my parents, because I also... I quit piano too, and my parents were always big on, you know, you had to take responsibility for your decisions. So uh, me being, I think like ten, eleven, having to call oh. these people and tell them <laughs> and tell them that I you know, I was, I was quitting or things like that. It was really difficult in the moment, but I think it really helped me mature, uh, future-wise, going on. So yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And so that's like that's a that's such a huge lesson to learn at yes. an early age. Yes. And how do you feel like? As you as you went through the basketball season, how do you feel like that um, helped you out? Maybe.
1: Um, I guess just taking accountability, um, self accountability, and I think that kind of helps you um, take accountability for other people as well, and then just asking for accountability from other people. You know, being, I guess, a captain on the team, I, you. Sometimes people think there's more of a hierarchy, but there's kind of a point where you want people to, if you um, are in a position, you know, critique people and give them constructive criticism, you want others to know that it's okay to give you constructive criticism the exact same way. Because, you know, we're all trying to grow and there's really everyone's on the same level. And I think that's really a, a lesson that I kind of learned from that.
0: Wow. Yeah. And speaking of how you are a captain, you know, were you, was that always like, I don't know, the goal for you? Were you always like, oh, I really want to be the captain? Or how did you grow into that?
1: So... It's been a really, I think, grand part of my journey just throughout my four years. Cause so I think coming in as a freshman, uh, you know, it, being a leader is very difficult. Just, you know, especially since me being in the position I was in, I knew that, you know, everybody on the team didn't want to play basketball in college. So, you know, you just kind of have to look at things differently. And then communication was a big, lesson that I learned, you know, you can't really speak to everybody the same way. Um, I actually really appreciate my coach for helping me with that because I think I, I really learned a lot just on how to communicate with other people and just making sure that um, I'm supporting them as well as giving them critique. And I think I really, whenever people ask me, you know, what are some things that I'm always trying to grow in, you know, they always think that you're going to say something skills-wise, but I always say leadership just because it's a really it's a really good aspect to have as a leader. And it's really difficult. I think, you know, a lot of people think it's just the person with the most skill kinda takes on the role as a leader, but uh, it it takes a lot. And I think that's probably one of my most important things that I've kinda grown throughout my four years of high school.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And so as you're saying, you know, that you're a leader, what do you think is the most, I know you said communication, Mm -hmm. but what else do you feel is really important um, for making a team cohesive, because it's not just you, you know? Um,
1: I guess inclusiveness, just making sure that, you know, people feel heard and that people are respected. And I think specifically just having a group of people where, you know, you have seniors, juniors, freshmen, sophomores, so you have, you know, younger kids coming in who are new to the whole thing and just making sure that as seniors, you're welcoming and making sure that they're okay. but. It's really easy, I guess, for me, just because we're all friends, you know, we hang out on the weekends and things like that. So it was never really just basketball for us. We really do care about care about each other. And that's a really important thing when it comes to a team, because when you have people that, you know, you know, they're like your sisters, if, you know, they're critiquing you or things like that, it comes from the heart. So you don't really take it that much. And I think that just overall helps the team chemistry as well. It's just everything like that
0: yeah Mm -hmm. and I know that you um you mentioned that not everyone has that goal of wanting to go to college for this you know maybe it's just fun for them um was that always your goal though um
1: I think for the most part it was um I around the time I guess you could say I was 12 or 13 because I played basketball but I I didn't really know what I could do with it, you know, for a sense. Cause I, I had fun, I really liked doing it, but I didn't love it as much. I think I really started to say that I loved playing basketball when I was 16. And then I was just like, you know, this is what I want to do. I want to go to college for this. And then, you know, hopefully um, continue to develop and pursue professionally. So I, I think I would say around the time that I was 16 was really when I knew that I really wanted to continue out a career with basketball.
0: Yeah. And so when you were when you were 16, were you still a freshman or were you a sophomore then?
1: Let's see. I think I was a sophomore because I turned 16. Yeah, I was a sophomore. Oh, okay.
0: yeah, 16. Yeah. Yeah. So so basically I know that because we're on we're both seniors. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that that was around the time when the pandemic hit yeah. and it was a lot of changes. So can you speak a little bit about how that affected your season?
1: Um. Yeah. Uh, so our sophomore year, we actually got through right before everything shut down mm-hmm. so I think that was the year we lost in the elite eight that was a tough loss of really good team um, but w- I think the uncertainty was more towards our junior year season um, but it changed a lot of things you know I think we had like some shutdowns and uh, quarantines and things like that and more of a you know will they will we make it through the whole season when we have a season so I think there were a lot of nerves that were built around that. Um, But then just to see, you know, how my junior season kind of turned into what it did and we ended up winning a state championship, I think that just made it all the more better. Just, um, I think we really persevered through that. Um, Just being safe, you know, a lot of the times we had to make decisions, you know, we should stay in, not go out as much because you never know what might happen. And then, certain times where you just had to make sure, you know, just being super precautious about everything. And I think we did a really good job with that and and it all paid off, so.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I know that um, it was a really tough time for people um, because of like, you know, a lot of people were, at least from my my experience, people were, you know, dropping out of the clubs that they'd normally been in Mm -hmm. and the sports and everything. So as a leader, how did you, you know, kind of help your team just, you know, stay focused and remember that this is what they all love?
1: Well, one thing I think we constantly checked up each other in our group chat. I think we, we use it every day, so we yeah. still do. Um, and that just helps just communication throughout that. And then one thing that our coach did that was really, really good for us is that you know when we had like a break um, where like we couldn't play or anything or like exposure to COVID, um, we got on zooms and we did like <laughs> these uh, workout lessons oh. and what really kept us interested is that it wasn't like the same thing every day. So you have like a 30 minute where like it would be more body weight stuff, but then we have like Zumba and stuff like that. So it kept us really focused and um, I think it kept the morale up as well. And I really appreciate it for that. It was, it was a really fun time.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's awesome. Um, And I know that you said that there were some championships that were were won the next year after COVID. So how did that, how did you guys kind of go from like this total shutdown and everything um, being gone away to a championship?
1: So I think... Our, my sophomore year um when we lost in the elite A, we actually went to the final four because that was the year that our boys won. We went to the final four and we went to the championship and that was we had a moment of realization where we were like you know we we should be here you know I think we we didn't play our best game, we knew that, but with the talent that we had coming back in our heads, we kind of knew that from day one of junior year we um we knew that we were striving for a state championship. I think previously junior year, we were thinking more, you know, region championship, and then let's see from there. But from day one of my junior year, the goal was a state championship. Um, And I think we were just really, you could kind of see it in the practices. They were more intense. We were more focused. Um, And then just along with COVID, I think, you know, you never know which game might be your last game of the season. Just, mm-hmm. just in case. So we were really put giving our all out there. So I guess you could say it kind of it kind of gave us a little benefit, but with the trials of it. But for the most part, I think we really were um, super focused. You know, we knew from day one that that's what we wanted to do. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, and and so just um, correct me if I'm wrong, but is that the um, championship that allowed you guys to be the first team from your school in about 20 years yes. to win that? Yes. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, how, so take me back to that moment. How did it feel um, learning that?
1: So it was really a full circle moment when we had won. Um, it was a really it was a tough game it was a team we played forest park who's in our region mm-hmm. um so it was our third time playing them and you know we were hearing off from the outside you know it's hard to beat a team three times and so we knew that it wasn't going to be a cakewalk um but i think we came in with the right mentality um but it was just uh we everyone was just so overflowing with emotion in the moment um it was just really nice to have one just seeing how especially from going to my freshman year to junior year, how much we've grown and just finally winning. And, you know, we, a lot of stu- student athletes, you know, they say that this is what they want to do, but actually accomplishing that, it just felt really great. And um, it, was, it was a really nice moment. Then our, we, I don't think we knew uh, how long it had been until we started, like, hearing about it. And it was really nice to hear from that. And just to have my coach who was on the team who won in 99 and to come back and, you know, be a coach and nurture us like she has. It was it was a really great full circle moment.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I was going to ask, you know, was that was that something that you had already kind of worked out with your coach? Or was it something that just happened because of, you know, the hard work that you put in?
1: Yeah, I think it, it's just something that kind of happened um, and a uh, we had talked about it a little because from our defense that we run we watched some of the film from when um she was in high school and they ran it Mm -hmm. so we knew around that time was when they had won and then it kind of came about after and yeah
0: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Okay, and now I wanna switch it up just a little bit um, to ask about, you know, I I know that you're um, in November that you were committed to UGA. Congrats. Thank you. uh, For that. And I wanted to ask, you know, how, I know that you're on social media a lot and I wanted to just, you know, get a little bit of insight about how much of a role that plays and how much people know about what you're doing, um, just college-wise or in general.
1: Um, so as far as I think social media that goes on with recruitment, a lot of coaches like follow you and see mm-hmm. what you're doing and things like that. Um, so I think it just brings another aspect of you know being mature and things like that, just making sure that you're being mature and respectful and all, all that stuff like that. And then just through coaches contacting you and things like that, it just grows throughout the years. If you as you keep progressing, then that progresses as well. Um, but yeah, my decision to go to UGA, um, it took me a little bit of time. I guess you could say I was a little, I, I'm i not too, I guess, as far as making decisions, it kind of takes me some time. So I think when I kind of knew that it was coming up that I was gonna have to make a decision, I was like, oh my gosh, like, I gotta figure out, make one of the biggest decisions, if not the biggest decision in my life coming up. But it all worked out smoothly and I'm really grateful. Um, to be committed to the University of Georgia. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah,
0: that's amazing. Um, And I did want to ask also about, you know, like because you're from the South Side and that you live here, how does it feel that you're, um, you know, you're making, you're literally making basketball history um, in the area that you've grown up in. So how does that feel for you?
1: Um, It feels really great. I think one thing that I really take away from it is just, you know, when, you know, younger girls are, Come to you and talk to you after the game. Even younger boys, or they'll hit you up on Instagram and uh, ask for, you know, certain tips or inspiration and stuff like that. And that really is what I think drives me. I just want to be, a, you know, just somebody who people can look up to and say, like, I can do this too. And I think that's what keeps me going sometimes when, like, I'm having a rough day and I just kind of think about, you know, this little girl is watching you, so you can't really give up. And I, I never really realized the amount of impact that I could have on somebody until, you know, that moment happens. But I'm really grateful, grateful for that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and so, you know, talking about the little boys and girls that do look up to you, what it, what advice now would you give them, um, you know, just to keep pushing and make sure that they're doing what they love?
1: One thing I would say is just make sure you're internally motivated. I think that is something that gets you through, you know, sometimes and just Continue to work. It doesn't matter. You know, somebody's not seeing what you're doing right now. You know, it'll it'll all pay off in the end. Um, and just make sure that you love what you're doing, because I think a lot of people, you know, because uh, they're good or something, good at something, they you know want to keep pursuing it. But you're never really going to reach your true potential until you're doing something that you love doing. And uh, that's really advice that I would say.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much thank you. for joining us today. I really, really appreciate it and love talking to you. Um, thank you so much, everybody that was watching today. I'm your host, Zenobia Boodoo-Abrams, reminding you, don't sleep on the South Side.